This is the Influence Leadership Podcast, Episode 31. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Influence Leadership Podcast with Chris Fuller, where our heart is to develop leaders like you and help you increase your individual influence and your leadership skill set. I'm Brett Duncan, and I am here, as always, with Chris Fuller. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Welcome to the podcast. Here we are. Another day. We meet again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've been going through so many different uh, kind of takes on a lot of it's had to do with mindset, beliefs, um, getting yourself set up to be the leader that you need to be, right? We've really focused on that a lot. And so today we're going to look at that even more specifically, you know, and it's almost like we're getting back to the basics, but we're getting back to the basics in a way, at least I've never seen them get gotten back to. Is that even grammatically correct? I don't know. Um, But, you know, we talk about leadership a lot. Well, what is it that a leader does, right? I think there's there's a lot, you know, there's principles and practices Mm -hmm. of leadership. There's characteristics and there's competencies and, and this kind of today, we want to talk about the roles that a leader needs to play and the role that the, the roles, yeah. plural, that the organization needs from us. So leadership needs um, to have an output. Yeah. This is some of the outputs that we need to focus on as leaders to make sure that we're maximizing our contribution impact to the organization. Awesome. And so this is going to be almost like the survey course it is. on roles of leadership, right? It, it and, is. And we might take some components of this in the future, break it down a little bit. But right now we're going to rattle through these, give you a chance to say, here's the role here in a quick summary is what I mean by that. And yeah. then we'll go from there. Sounds good. All right. Well, let's start it off then. And I think the first one that you have there is a leader needs to assess the present. Right. In order to get your team anywhere, the first question is, uh, where are they? Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, if you anything that you load into your GPS immediately, your GPS, um, you know, you open up your mapping software of choice, right. it's going to say you are here, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Going to amusement park, you look at the map, you are here. Yeah. Map of a city. When it's displayed when I was in Germany, it says you are here. So we've got to get the you are here. And if you don't assess the present, how will you ever yield it or, or start to make the moves that you need to make? You know, you can't lead. I'll give you a fullerism. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. You can't lead the team you want. You can only lead the team you have. So when we assess the present, we assess our present capabilities. Yeah. We assess our, our um, present processes. Um, our products, our services, all of those things. So we need to get great at the diagnostic of understanding what we have and what we are first. And the present is new every day, right? It is. So we're constantly assessing the present. We are. We're, I mean, we've got one eye on, on existing and yeah. one eye on the future at, at all times. Sure. All right. So assess the present. That's certainly a role of leadership. A, a second one is inspire possibilities. Just because you are what you are doesn't mean you have to be what you are. Mm. So we need to look at not only what are we, but we need to inspire the possibilities of the future. We can have a better tomorrow. We can achieve more. We can do more. you got to raise that bar. Let's set that expectation really high, but inspire the possibilities. And, and really inspiration, I love that inspiration word because it means that you put the spirit in them. Mm. So if I'm going to inspire, I'm going to put the spirit in them that I want. And what is that? 
That is mountain climbing mentality. That is, we are going to shoot for the moon. We're going to clear the stars. We're going to look for this particular piece. So you've got to inspire a inspired future. Yeah. And how do you do that? Um, we're looking at two things. Your belief in your people and your development of your people while mapping the methodology. Wow. There was so much packed into that. That was outstanding. <laughs> so that, that's the second thing. So, so we inspire possibilities, but a third role really that a leader takes on is they are determining the direction. So we've assessed our present. We know where we are. We know where the possibility, the strategic future. So we, we know we're in Anchorage, to go back to my Iditarod example. Yeah. We inspire the possibility of the Burled Arch in Nome, but it's 1,100 miles away. So we've got to determine the direction north, mm -hmm. okay? Yeah. But we're not going to, there's going to be some caveats, some moves along the way, some ebb and flow. So we've got to inspire the strategic future and the possibility. We've got to determine the direction. If we're going to get there, here are the moves that we need to make. You orient everybody to that, that direction. So that's a key piece. We as leaders have to inspire the possibility, but we've got to make sure that everybody is on board to determine. So here's a key piece I look at. Um, you don't have to determine the 72nd next step. <laughs> You have to determine the next step. Right. And you may not know five steps ahead, but you know one step ahead. Determine the direction and get your people into the next step, not line out the 30 next steps. Mm -hmm. So determine the next step. Don't get locked up on the 42 steps to the whatever. Let's look at the next step. Right. And then obviously see what you see when you get there, right? Which will be different than what you see now. Step in the right direction. Determine yeah. the direction. Step in the right direction. Um, that's a key piece. Excellent. So, so, so leaders so far, the roles they've assessed the present, they inspire possibilities, they determine the direction. The fourth role is they set the expectation. Um, you don't get what. So it's kind of an interesting piece. You don't get what you expect. You get what you inspect. Yeah. But what you um, permit, you promote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I remember that one. You remember yeah. that one? Uh -huh. what, you, uh, what you allow, you endorse. Yeah. So we can't just allow. We've got to set that expectation. Here's what it means to be a part of our team and our family. And I love setting the expectation. Um, you know, when you're raising teenagers, I mean, there were a couple of times when my boys were teenagers that I had to essentially kind of remind them that's not what a fuller is. That's yeah. not what a fuller does. And, uh, and you have those wonderful conversations that says, well, you know, you have an, op uh, an option. Um, you actually have two options, um, change your behavior or change your last name. <laughs> uh, why? Because I don't want these particular things associated with my last name. So I'm the leader of this organization. Let me set the expectation. Let me model that expectation. Those are some key pieces. And then we're going to be able to go from there. But if you don't set the expectation... You will have whatever you have, and that's on you as that leader. So right. assess what's going on right now, where everything is at. Look at that really crystal clear. Inspired future possibility thinking. Determine what moves we're going to make. Make that next move. But set that expectation that here's how we're going to operate, and here's what it means to be a part of this team. 
Well, and until you set those expectations and clearly communicate them, you can't expect anyone to live up to them. Nor can you hold them accountable because right. they, 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 they're completely unaware of your expectations. And the expectations only are going to lead to frustration if they're not clearly delineated. So here's a role of leadership I'm curious about. Not that I wasn't curious about the others, but this <laughs> one especially. A role of a leader is to develop capabilities. Yes. What do you mean by that? Well, it's tied right to the next one right behind that. Build or develop capabilities and build capacity, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So the capabilities of your organization, is your organization capable of doing that? Are your people capable of doing that? So the capable is, again, we're infusing their abilities. This is skill building. We have to put it in them if we want them to operationalize it. So when you look at your team, We've got to develop the capabilities, the skills at every level. We've got to make sure that we put them in. Now, remember before we said hire for values, train for skill. Mm -hmm. So we hire for the values, but this building the capabilities. Are they good at conflict management? Are they good at customer service? Do they know how to do their job? All of these are critical components to building it in, to, to developing each individual so that the sum of the whole is amazing. But if I don't develop the capabilities of every player, I'll actually never build the capacity. And capacity comes into two pieces. And, and I'm jumping into the next sure. one, but it's, it's hand in glove with that. Right. Building capacity means I develop the capabilities of the people and I develop the systems to support them so that we can have the capacity that we need to have. Mm -hmm. And so if we want to, um, to have our model be repeatable, sustainable, scalable, we have to look at our throughput, our capacity, and then we've got to raise the lid on the capacity. How do we do that? We do that through growth, we do that through development, and we do that through enhanced systems. Mm -hmm. It's almost like... Uh the law of the lid, but looking more at capabilities, right, and capacity versus just leadership. I mean, it's you're constantly looking at how do we raise that? How, how do we do that? How do yeah. we serve more people? How do we serve more people and have them still experience the same satisfaction level? How do we uh, yield more throughput and experience the same quality level? Mm -hmm. So the people have to be grown, mm -hmm. but the processes have to be enhanced in order for us to, like I've said many times, you can't scale a broken model. Mm -hmm. And uh, if we're going to look at capacity, we've got to look at that from both a people and process. Yeah. And so many leaders make the mistake of focusing on, let's go build capacity. And then that will prompt me to develop capabilities. Right? right. And it's, I mean, you don't have the capabilities to fill the capacity. Or they just <laughs> demand additional throughput yeah. without building capabilities, mm -hmm. nor focusing on capacity, and they wonder why, and again, the role of leadership is to do all of these, but build, develop the capabilities of the people, build the capacity of the organization. So this is great, and we're getting into the final three here, and, and the next one is leaders, a role of a leader is they need to clarify actionables. Right. All right, so clarify that for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brett, here's what I want you to do. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's that That's simple. It. Um, who does what by when? Yeah. 
So setting the expectation, building their, so here's what I want you to do, but I'm not just going to expect things that aren't within your wheelhouse. I'm going to develop you as a person. I'm going to support you with the systems, but then I'm going to clarify to make sure that absolutely beyond a shadow of a doubt, you know, I want a thousand widgets by four o'clock. Yeah. And so if I clarify the actionables, I expect, here's what I want you to do. I want you to sell 20 products this week, but I also want you to contact, because I know as a new employee, your closing ratio is going to be low. I want you to talk to um, 25 people a day. So if you talk to 25 to 50 people a day, the likelihood that you'll succeed on the 20 sales this week goes up. Mm -hmm. So doing the daily, clarifying the actionables, the habits that lead to success is key. Delineate the expectation, clarify the actionables that are going to support those behaviors, put the skill in them. They're going to, that's that role of leader that's going to ultimately yield the impact and the effect. So a lot of people, have probably they think hey when I when I am a leader whatever that means right they right. for some reason they might think they aren't now or if they have a certain level of leadership that they're aspiring to or maybe they've hit it but they feel like ah I have graduated from worrying about actionables like having to tell someone specifically what to do I'm the vision caster I am <laughs> I am the big thinker I right you know now that I'm the leader I don't have to do that stuff anymore yeah. I've actually got one of those in my coaching repertoire right now yeah. who thinks, I don't need to do that. That's why I hire good people. And if you don't meet your numbers, you're just not a good person. Mm. And, the, and the travesty of that is um, we need to clarify the habits of what successful people look like. Benchmark the best. Find awesome and copy it. All those things. Build it into things done daily that will yield amazing outcome. Are you setting your people up for failure or setting them up for success? And clarifying the daily habits and the actionables and the expectation, building the capacity or developing the, cap- uh, the capability, building the capacity. We're talking about the role of the leader setting everybody up for success. Yeah. So the next role, which is very related to that, is tighten accountabilities or, or tighten accountables. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, accountables, accountability. Yeah. So all, yeah. all, it still plays. Um, one of the things that I need to do as a leader is um, I need to make sure everybody gets a win. Mm. And for some people, I may need to tighten the um, the metrics of the accountable so you can't improve what you don't measure. Mm-hmm. So I need to set that up. But for some people, I need to not ask them how many things they sold this week, but how many people they talked to today. So the Titan accountabilities or Titan accountables comes into person by person. It is specific to that particular person on your team according to their needs and their responsiveness. So if they are always late on their monthly report, make them fill out a weekly report. Yeah. If they can't fill out a weekly report, make them fill out a daily report. So you just have to understand to tighten the time frame and the accountables, accountabilities to the individual person. You know, I needed to hear that. I have someone who does great work for me, and, and they're contractors, right? And I have a yeah. lot of retainers, so that retainer covers so many hours a month. Right. And he's, he, you know, he's come to me and said, "Hey, I, I'd, I'd love to get paid a little bit more." And I was like, "Hey, I'd love to pay you a little bit more." <laughs> um, let me know how many hours you're, you're using a month. Right. You know, make sure I, I know that. 
Okay, now I've been lenient enough up to this point to where I'm not getting worked up over if he's not hitting how many hours he should because it's a retainer, right? If I don't use exactly. it, fine. Um, he rarely gives me that report. It's just not what he does, right? right? I mean, it's not in him. And so it's finally gotten to the point of, hey, it, you know, when he's asking for a raise now, it's like, I have no idea I what need I'm getting to, for my money now. I need <laughs> you to prove your value, exactly. right? And so in the proving of the value, you have the metrics yeah. and you have the direct correlation between return on investment. Sure. And so when I'm tightening the accountables, it's here's what I'm investing in you. What is your return yeah. based on the, the investment I'm putting in you? Yeah. And every it's a justification of that. And so essentially it is um, for, for you, for us, if you tighten the accountabilities, you can, you can justify... Um, or or not, you can you'll know who is giving you a great return and who's not. Right. Well, and, and the to do for me is exactly what you said. I need to ask him for it by the week. And yeah. If that doesn't work, I, I don't mind asking him by the day. It'll, it'll help him. Right? <laughs> it, it will help. And him. It kind of goes back to that developing capabilities, right? Absolutely, yeah. and and assessing the present. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I I assess the present. They have trouble filling in a timesheet. There's an ad firm locally in Dallas that they have to fill out in 15-minute increments sure. what they worked on, and you have to turn it in by noon the next day. Mm. So that is tightening the accountabilities right. up to, for a number of things. Number one, it gives us great trackability back to our clients, and it gives us the ability to make sure that we don't miss any billing that we may need to do with those yeah. clients. So let's uh, finish this, the last one. Uh, is improve performance. A leader's role includes that they need to improve performance. Yeah. Well, that's a blinding flash of the devil. Yeah, boy. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought we were going to dig a little deeper here. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. Your job is to make it better, not bitter. Yeah. Um, your job is to enhance performance, build the capabilities, build the people, enhance the systems, look at all that. So um, our role as a leader is to really to, to look at the performance as it is now and see how do we improve it. And is that in pouring more resources into our people, clearly delineating out a little bit more of the expectation, modeling the right behaviors, setting the expectation, tightening the account. All of that comes into the ultimate output, which is bigger, better, further, faster, higher quality, greater satisfaction to the client base. And it builds in ultimately to the 10th one, which was hidden on your sheet, uh -oh. Brett, uh -oh. which is that leaders are responsible to synthesize and synergize culture. Okay. And that comes into, we got to bake all these things in so that the natural outcome, back to a fullerism, yeah. leaders build culture, culture produces results. Yeah. We have to synergize with the synthesize, we have to put all this in so yeah. that the outcome is natural. It's a synthesis point. But we've got to synergize all those pieces, working in concert to be able to yield the right results. Excellent. So those are the roles of leadership, right? We just went leadership. through it. That's awesome. And real quickly, I would encourage you to write these down. Who knows? Maybe we need to create something that people can post on their, their walls. Like yeah. this is a, would be a great reminder. But assess the present. Inspire possibilities. Determine the direction. Set the expectation, develop capabilities, build capacity, clarify actionables, tighten accountables, improve performance, and what's the one that I didn't have on my Synthesize sheet? and synergize culture. Excellent. So 
hopefully that spoke to you. And uh, again, that is such a great look at what leadership really is all about. And I'm sure a few of those really stuck out to you as you're listening. It certainly did for me. Uh, We appreciate you being on the podcast today and listening. Uh, Here's a few things I want you to do. One, if you're new to the podcast, we have a lot of people who are new to the podcast. Um, almost in every episode, we allude to something from Chris's book, I Did Ride Leadership. Yeah. And uh, so I would encourage you, one, if you can get your hands on the book, and we'll tell you how to do that in a minute, do that. But also the very first, I don't know, 10 or so episodes of the podcast were dedicated to breaking down the the principles of that book kind of yeah. chapter by chapter we did go back and listen to that it's a great way to kind of catch up and understand some of the core uh, foundational uh, elements of this methodology uh, another thing i want you to do is go to influenceleadership.com you can get the information on iditarod leadership there you can learn so much more about chris you can reach out to us if you're interested in working with us and specifically, we want you to fill in your name, give us your email address when it's asked for, because in return, you will get 151 fullerisms <laughs> delivered to you instantly. Not 149, not 150. No. 151. One. And there may actually be a bonus in there. Oh, watch out. A little bonus. You'll never know unless you download it. So that's absolutely free. You can do that right now. Would love for you to do that. Obviously, rate, us, uh, rate the podcast if you get a chance to do that. But uh, Chris, any final words for today? You know, there's something that we need from leaders, and we need not only enhancement of process, but enhancement of skill. We need leaders to step into that role. And if the leader's not doing the role, who will? That's what's on us. So let's play the role, inspire the people, build, develop, enhance, and improve, although it's known as culture. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Influence Leadership Podcast. Thank you.